0: Greetings friends, people of God, welcome. I'm gonna read from Psalm 100 today. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into His presence with singing. That's what we're gonna do today. We're gonna sing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who made us and we are His. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. (laughs) Give thanks to Him. Bless His name, for the Lord is good and His steadfast love endures forever and His faithfulness to all generations. It may seem strange to read a psalm like that in time like this, but we say it with faith. We declare it with faith because our present pain can never outrun the steadfast love of God. Our circumstances are surrounded by the deeper reality of god's goodness that is what we know as christians that is what we believe as believers so let's come enter his gates with thanksgiving his courts with praise i want to encourage you to rise up today people rise up maybe off your couches maybe off wherever you are and sing with us join with us as we sing songs of faith today
1: Our King,
0: come let us bow at his feet. He
1: has done great.
0: So every promise, God, You'll be faithful forever. Lord, we want to bring You something today, something, something beautiful, because You are beautiful. Something worthy of who You are. So we sing with all that we are. So we want to give You. So we want to give You. Your exhortation open the heavens, open the heavens. Receive it, God. You receive what is yours, Jesus. You receive what is yours. we sing word. Whoever are, here your name. Fear and all shame. You silence, fear and all shame. You conquered death in the grave. To you, the glory, Jesus. You broke the curse. You broke the curse of our sin. silence fear in all shame you conquered death and the grave to you the glory Jesus you broke the curse of our sin the life of heaven began
1: to you the
0: glory come on we're going to sing that just one more time you silence fear you silence fear The life
1: of heaven be gave to you the glory of Jesus Worthy is your God, worthy
0: is your name Serve it all, Jesus, evermore we
1: worship evermore.
0: Come on, we rise up as men and women of God singing praises to God. Oh, we sing praise to you, oh God. Oh, we exalt you. We exalt you, Jesus. high lift it up. Hey. We exalt you, Lord. All over the world. Singing praises to God. Songs of hope. Songs of deliverance. Hey. Who can stand next to you, God? No one compares to you. Death could not hold you.
1: Death could not hold you. The veil toward me.
2: can we just hold this moment here? Just hold this moment here. The scripture often talks about the bread of God's presence. and That means that the thing that we need the most in our lives is the presence of God. We need to feast on the presence of God. And we don't need to read another news report and we don't need to make another plan before we feasted on the presence of God. And so right now, wherever you are, in your home, in your apartment, in your dorm, watching in your car because you just needed a break from the house, would you just feast on the presence of God? Would you receive what the Lord Jesus is giving you now? Jesus said, whoever comes to me will never go hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. And so Lord Jesus, we receive you right now as the bread that we need. We receive you right now as the nourishment that we need for our hungry souls and our hungry hearts and our anxious minds. And we just trust you here. We trust you here. So just receive from him. Just receive from him. Jesus has everything to give you. He has everything to give you. And Jesus said that when God gives his spirit, the spirit who is the breath of life, he says that he gives the spirit without limit. God is not withholding anything from you that you need. And so just receive from Jesus right now. Just receive from Jesus Jesus appears to his disciples in the book of John chapter 20 says that on evening the evening of the first day of the week Jesus is raised from the dead and he's appeared to a few of his disciples and the scripture says that the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders Jesus himself came and stood among them and said peace be with you and I just want to speak that over your home over your life wherever you are right now, peace be with you. And I love it that Jesus does not answer any of their questions, and I'm sure that they had a million questions. Jesus, what is gonna happen to us? What's gonna happen to the movement? Are they gonna get us? There's so much that we're concerned about. And they, in that moment, were in the exact same place that we're at in this moment. Jesus, what is gonna happen to us? We're so concerned. And Jesus doesn't answer any of their questions. What he does is he gives them the gift of his presence, and he says, peace be with you. And so, friend, I just want you to receive that wherever you are today. That Jesus is speaking to you and he's giving you the gift of his presence and he's saying, peace be with you. And it might be that your bank account is running dry and Jesus is saying, peace be with you. And it might be that you feel sickness in your body and Jesus is saying, peace be with you. And it might be that you're very concerned about your loved ones and your friends and your family and Jesus is saying to you, peace be with you it's going to be okay i've been raised from the dead i'm the captain of your salvation and i'm the lover of your soul and i will see you through this and so i say to you today peace be with you and now as faith in jesus is beginning to arise in your heart i want to invite you to join with me in saying these words the words of the lord's prayer one day the disciples came to jesus and they said jesus teach us how to pray like you pray And he said, when you pray, do it like this. And so these are the words that Jesus himself, the resurrected Christ, has given us. And so I want to invite you to pray with me. Let's say together Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever with all your faith. Say it with me, amen. Friend, it's so good to be with you today. As we prepare to receive our tithes and offerings, I wanna locate this act of giving inside a classic resurrection text In the New Testament, this is from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Paul is waxing eloquent on what the resurrection means, what it means for our world, and he's looking forward to the end of all things, and he says this. He says, listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. And when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory, says Paul. Where, O death, is your sting. The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul knows that the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is the deposit. It's the first glimpse, really, of the new creation that's coming. And Paul knows that everything's going to be good in God's world because Jesus Christ is raised from the dead. So he says, brothers and sisters, look to the end, to that moment when Jesus returns, and everything will be transformed and changed. And then he says this, look at verse 58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm and let nothing move you. And always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. We are in such a disorienting moment as a country, as a world right now. But what's happening is people of God are rising up everywhere, not just in this city, but all over the globe. And they're rising up in good works. They're giving of their time and their energy and their resources to see that people are fed and clothed. Paul says, always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Brothers and sisters, I am here today to tell you that our efforts are not in vain because Jesus Christ has been raised from the dead and he will return again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. And so every act of love, every act of generosity, every act of sacrifice we believe is caught up in the new creation and it is advancing even now. And New Life Family and all of those that are watching this broadcast, I'm saying to you, keep being generous because you're feeding people in our city and you're caring for people in our city and through your effort and your sacrifice, the work of Jesus Christ is advancing in this city. And so there are three ways to give. You can give online, you can text to give, and you can also mail in your offering. And as you prepare to give today, let's just offer our hearts up one more time to the Lord. Lord, we say we need you. You are our strength, you are our supply, you are the source of our life. All that we have is already from you. And so we yield it now back to you as a gift and an offering and a praise. And we ask that your name would be glorified in all the earth, that your kingdom would come, oh God, that your will would be done in Colorado Springs and beyond, just like it's done in heaven through these gifts. We're asking that today in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And everybody said, amen. Let's join together in worship as we give. We're singing together.
0: Friends, let's prepare our hearts for the word of God. Pastor Brady Boyd is gonna come, open the scriptures and teach us today. Grab your Bibles, grab your notebooks, lean in, grace and peace.
3: We're so glad that you've joined us this weekend for New Life Church Online. Thank you so much. If you are hosting a Facebook watch party, which, by the way, I've become a big fan of, in fact, I want you to go right now. I want you to send up some hearts, some uh, blue thumbs ups. Come on, send those up right now just to let me know you're watching on Facebook Live. If you uh, dialed in to newlifechurch.org to watch online there, welcome. If you're watching the live stream on our YouTube channel, YouTube, I've said that like five times, and I don't know if I've said it right. If you are watching on our YouTube channel, thank you so much for live streaming Uh, So many opportunities and many of you are watching on KRDO. Thank you for joining the broadcast this weekend. Again, we are so, we we miss you. I wanna tell you that we miss you. Uh, We miss seeing your face. We miss hearing your songs. We miss hearing you pray together. And hopefully very soon uh, as this virus is eradicated and we get some uh, better treatments and vaccines, we'll be back together in this room again. But until then, I'm grateful for the technology that allows us to be together, so welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. And we're in the middle of a sermon series about faith in the wilderness, about what does it mean to walk through uncertain, troubling times like the wilderness would be. So turn in your Bibles right now to Joshua chapter 5, and we're at a fascinating point in the story. Because at this point in Joshua chapter five, the entire nation of Israel has now crossed the Jordan River and they're now in the promised land, the land that God promised them. They're now in a new place, a new territory, a new season. And something fascinating happens in Joshua chapter five. We'll start reading in verse 10 there with me. On the evening of the 14th day of the month, While camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, the Israelites celebrated the Passover. And the day after the Passover, that very day, notice the the telling of this story, it's very pointed, that very day, they ate some of the produce of the land, unleavened bread and roasted grain. And on that day, look at this, verse 12, this is fascinating to me, the manna stopped. The day after they ate this food from the land, there was no longer any manna for the Israelites, but that that year they ate of the produce of Canaan. Now I want you to think about this just for a moment. For 40 years, for 40 years, an entire generation of people had awakened every morning. They got up every morning, they opened their tent and there on the ground in front of them was manna from heaven. And it was, like, um, it was like pieces of bread. It was sweet to the taste. It was nutritious. It was a gift from God to the people of Israel. And every morning for 40 years, they had awakened, gone outside, and gotten enough manner for that day. And suddenly when they cross over into this new place, they're in a new season. They've entered into a new territory. They're in the place of God's promise. Suddenly a new provision was given them. And I want to remind you that we're living in a time where our culture is being turned upside down. Politics and government, medicine, everything around us is topsy-turvy. We are in an uncertain time. We are in dangerous times. We are in a time where new ideas are surfacing. New revelation is coming almost every hour, it seems like. And I want to remind you that everything is about to be different. Things are about to feel different. When we are able to gather again, church is going to feel a bit different. When you are allowed to go back to your work, many of you are gonna have to wear masks and gloves and do things differently. We're gonna have to separate ourselves from each other, hugging and high-fiving and handshaking. All of that is gonna go away for a season and everything's gonna feel uncertain. But I have a good promise for you this weekend. God always provides, but not always in the same ways. We're living right now in a season of innovation. We're living right now in a season of new inventions and necessity is the mother of invention. Innovation is actually birthed out of dissatisfaction or change. It's in seasons like this, in times like this where great innovations happen. And it also reveals a lot of things. For example, some of you have discovered in these last few weeks that you're terrible at homeschooling. You are the worst homeschooler in the world and you suddenly realize it. You thought you could do it, but now you really love public school teachers, don't you? Don't we love our public school teachers? And some of you have given the worst haircuts in the history of mankind. I wanna tell you this, I cannot wait for the barbershops to open again. I cannot wait to get back to someone who knows how to cut hair. And these times have revealed some good things and some bad things. Some of you have discovered how to use Zoom. Some of you still are trying to figure out how to use Zoom. And some of you are you're getting way too close to the camera. Pam told me at my house that I was getting way too close to the camera and that I'm yelling at the camera like I'm yelling at you right now. So I'm learning to back away from the Zoom camera to not let people look up my nose, to talk calmly. See, all these things are happening right now because of the season we're living in. These are new times, new seasons. But we should not be afraid of, of what's happening right now. In fact, Jesus himself told us in Luke chapter five that there would be times and periods and seasons in our lives where everything would need to change. This is actually God at work in many cases. God is using these topsy turvy uncertain times to pour out something new into our lives. And he said this would happen. Look at what he said in Luke chapter five, verse 37 and 38, he says, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. And if he does, the new wine, the new thing that God's trying to do that will burst the skins and the wine will run out and the wineskins will be ruined. Look at verse 38. He says, new wine, the new thing must be poured into new wineskins. Brothers and sisters, I wanna remind you that God has prepared us for this season. God is with us in this season. And I believe God is about to give us, number one, a new vaccine. He's about to give us new medical treatments. I believe that some of you have been wanting to work from home for years and years and years, and your boss has not allowed you to work from home. And in this season, you're gonna get to work from home. We have discovered that telecommuting, that telemedicine, There's a lot of new inventions, a lot of new expertise, a lot of good things happening in the midst of this storm. And he's about to show us something new about ourselves, about our culture, about the people around us. This is this is not all bad. I want to encourage you to keep your head up. I want to encourage you to keep your eyes open for new opportunities. I believe there's going to be new industries, new businesses, new opportunities, new ways of doing church. A lot of new things are about to be revealed to us and shaped in us and formed in front of us because of this new season. But I think it's part of us is we got to give up some of the old ways of thinking. The old wineskins have to go away. The old has to be destroyed oftentimes before we'll even consider something new. And that's really what has just happened. A lot of old ways of doing things has now been destroyed. And I know that, I, 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 let me just stop just for a moment. I think we should be sad about that. And I think if you, you need to give yourself permission to mourn the loss of things that happen. It's okay to be sad right now. It's okay to mourn. It's okay to be, to grieve a bit about the loss of what's just happened. I mean, a lot of you just lost your high school graduation. A lot of you just lost high school graduation trips. A lot of you were looking forward to your senior and junior proms and that got taken away from you. Many of you were playing sports and suddenly those seasons ended. And and so it's okay to stop with your family and friends and be sad to mourn the loss of what just happened. And at the same time though, look ahead. After you've grieved and after you've mourned and after you have confessed that your heart is heavy, now is the time though after that, look up. And keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, keep your senses on high alert, because I believe God's about to take you by the hand. God's about to lead you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And while there's a lot of loss and a lot of sadness all around us, I believe huge opportunities are about to present themselves. I think the food's going to be different, but it's still from God. The people of Israel went outside their house and after 40 years, the manna was gone and they, they grieved it. I'm sure there were people that said we, that they missed it and they wondered where the manna was, but those who had eyes to see looked up and saw that Canaan, the promised land, was full of new hope and new promises and they began to eat from that land. I believe the Lord's about to give you the ability to eat from new land and in new seasons. Look at Joshua chapter five because not only in this story does the manna disappear, but also something powerful happens in the lives of Joshua. So Joshua is leading his people there across the Jordan and in front of them is the great city of Jericho with walls big enough for chariots to have races around the top. And Joshua knew that he had to take that city. He had to conquer that city. And so he goes out on a little reconnaissance mission one morning. He goes out to look at the city of Jericho and he's by himself. And I can can tell that he's wrestling. You can tell when you're reading this passage that he's wrestling with what's next in his life. And suddenly it says, now when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up in the middle of nowhere by himself and he saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. So he's by himself, he's exposed, he feels vulnerable, and suddenly this huge figure of a man appears suddenly in front of him with a sword in his hand. So Joshua goes up to him. Now, most of us would have turned and ran, but Joshua is a warrior. Joshua's brave, he's fierce, he knows no fear. And Joshua went up to this person with a drawn sword and he asked him, are you for us or for our enemies? he goes, the person says, neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Now, at that moment, Joshua realizes this is not a human being. In fact, most Bible scholars believe it could have been God, the father himself. Some people believe it was an angel. Others believe it could have been Jesus who came. But what we do know is this is a divine powerful, spiritual being, and Joshua falls face down to the ground in reverence. Suddenly, Joshua is not so brave. Suddenly, the warrior Joshua becomes contrite. He bows down and he falls face down to the ground in reverence. And he asks him, what message does the Lord, does my Lord have for his servant? Listen, I don't know about you, but I think that's a good question for all of us right now in this season. I think we're, we're coming face to face with a good God. We're coming face to face with a big God. And in that moment, when you find yourself face to face with God himself, a good question is, what message do you have for me? All of us right now are in a position, we are in a place in our lives right now where we're listening to God. Maybe this has been the last six or eight weeks have been a time where you've become more serious about your faith. Maybe this is the time where you've opened up the Bible again, where you've started worshiping with us online, where your heart is tender, your heart is contrite, your heart is suddenly available to hear the voice of the Lord. I wanna encourage you to ask God the same question. God, what are you saying to my family right now? What are you saying to me right now? And listen to what verse 15, God responds to him. The commander of the Lord's army replied, take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy. I want you to remind everyone that's watching online, That this place that we're standing right now, we're going to look back 10 years from now and realize that this was a holy place that we're standing in. This is a place where God came and spoke to us. Don't waste this moment. Don't waste this space that God's given you. Don't waste the free time that suddenly is available to some of you. Don't waste this because this is holy ground. Take off our sandals for the place where you are standing is holy and Joshua did just that. He takes off his handles. He bows before the Lord because he realizes that he's in a holy moment. And he asked a question. God, speak to me. Now, I want you to back up for a moment in this story because he asked God a question. He says, are you for us or our enemies? Notice this. He said, are you for me? Are you, are you for me? Are you taking my side? Or are you going to take our enemy's side? And I want to remind all of you that are watching, Jesus is not returning to take sides. Jesus isn't returning to the earth to take sides. Actually, the story of the Bible is that Jesus is returning to take charge. Jesus is already the inaugurated King. Jesus has already ascended to the right hand of God the Father. He is interceding for us. And when Christ returns to the earth, there will be no more viruses. There will be no more sickness. There will be no more death. But Jesus is not returning to take someone's side. Jesus is returning to be Lord, to be the inaugurated King over all the earth. And this is a decision that all of us have to make that are watching this weekend. Will we make Jesus King right now? Will we welcome the person of Jesus into our lives? Maybe you're watching for the first time and you realize that you've never really surrendered your life to Jesus. Maybe this is a moment right now where you realize that you need to live for something greater than just yourself. Maybe this is a moment right now where the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, calling you, asking you, pleading with you to surrender your life to the King whose name is Jesus. And this weekend, I want to pray for you. If you're there, if you're watching, maybe you're by yourself, maybe you're with a group of people in a living room right now, but you know this is the moment, this is the time, this is the season where you're ready to give your life to the King Jesus. Father, I want to pray right now. Say, Father in heaven, I pray for my brothers and my sisters, I pray for every person watching this broadcast. This is the moment, this is the time, this is the season. This is the hour, this is the day, this is the night that we're gonna give our lives to you. You are King, you are Lord, and we call upon the name of the Lord so that we may be saved this weekend. Father in heaven, I pray now for those who are ready to surrender their lives to you, to give all of their mind, their hearts, their souls to you, that they would humble themselves like Joshua found himself in front of God, confronted in the very nature of God, I pray right now, In Jesus' name, that they would give their lives to you, that they would confess their need for you, that they would call out and hear themselves calling out to the person of Jesus right now. The Father in heaven, I pray for those that are watching, this is the moment, this is the time, and this is the season for them to call on the Lord, to take off our shoes, to bow before you. Maybe you're in a place right now where you can just go to your knees right now. Where you can humble yourself, realizing that you're on holy ground right now. That while the world does not seem holy, everything seems broken. I want you to be reminded that the place where you are right now, the place where you're sitting right now, God has come to meet with you today. The commander of the Lord's army has come into every home, into every place, and he is here right now to meet with us. And our only response, the only response any of us can have when we find ourselves face-to-face with God is to humble ourselves before Him, to call upon the name of the Lord. So I'm just praying that this season that you're in, that you would look back years from now and find yourself on holy ground. So in just a moment, we're going to receive the bread and the cup. We're going to sing a beautiful song that John Egan wrote just a couple of years ago. We've been singing it a lot here at New Life Church. And it's, it's, be strong, be not afraid, for the Lord is on His way tearing through, breaking through the night. And I pray as we sing this song, as we come to the Lord's table at the end of this service, I pray that you would find yourself strong, full of faith, without fear. I pray you would set your face toward the Lord right now and that the Holy Spirit would come into your life and fill you completely with his goodness and grace. I pray that now in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Would you stand? Maybe you've been sitting during this whole service, but would you stand right now and let's close out this time together singing this beautiful song? And then, after the song, if you have bread and you have juice with you, uh, Pastor Andrew is going to come back and lead us to the Lord's table at the end of this service. Stand with us. Let's worship together as we end our time together.
1: is
2: Can we begin, can just begin to lift up adoration to the Lord Jesus, and acknowledgement of his presence, and acknowledgement of his presence. Jesus, we acknowledge that we too are also on holy ground right here, right now. And as the commander of the armies of the Lord, you have come. <laughs> you have come not to take sides, but you have come to take charge of our lives, to claim us not with a sword, but to claim us with your love. And so we remember you and we receive you today. Friend, if you have the bread in your hands, I want to remind you that this is not just a memorial of Jesus' body, but Jesus, when he gave it to his disciples, he said, this is my body and it's broken for you. And so friend, I want to invite you to take the bread, take the bread and remember that Christ gave his body, his life for you. Let's take together. And after the supper, he took the cup also. And he said, take this, all of you, and drink. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many for the remission of sins. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me as you take the cup today. Let the Lord Jesus wash you and cleanse you and claim you anew with his love. Let's take together. Can we just begin to offer the Lord Jesus thanks for what he's done today? We say thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to us, for rushing at us with your presence, for claiming us anew. We love you, Lord Jesus. Friend, we're so grateful that you took the time to watch our broadcast today. I want to remind you that if you have any prayer needs, we have a team of people ready, willing, and able to pray for you. Just uh, just go to uh, nlcprayer.org. And uh, you can fill out a little prayer request form. It might be that some of you prayed that prayer with Pastor Brady for the first time today that you just trusted in Jesus for the first time. Fill out the form we'd love to connect with you as you go from this place, brothers and sisters. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace in the name of the Father and the Son And the Holy Spirit, grace, mercy, and peace be with you. You are loved. We'll see you real soon.
3: Thank you for being a part of the broadcast. Thank you for joining us. We hope this was a place of strength and encouragement and comfort for you. We hope you come back and join us on Wednesday night at 6.30 Mountain Time as we will gather for an hour of worship and prayer. Also, if you want to join us online next week, we'll be right back in the same place, same station, same broadcast. So be a part of it next weekend as well. God bless all of you. Have a great week.